This is the Triangle's Afternoon News with Rick and Donna Martinez. Very happy to have our next uh, guest. Uh, Julie Henry is a big shot with the North Carolina Healthcare Association. She's been here on, this is the North Carolina Hospital Association, but now you've changed your names to Healthcare Association. That's Very correct. good move. So um, tip of the hat to you guys for doing that. And uh, Todd, Todd, Todd Hephill is uh, with uh, Poitner Spruill, uh, the law firm, but he's also here at, in your capacity with the North Carolina Bar Association. Did I get that right, Todd? That's that's correct. Okay, and they're here because, well, Julie, you tell us uh, while you're here, because you got uh, a big deal coming up uh, this Saturday that people ought to know about. We sure do. Thanks so much for having us, uh, first thing. This Saturday, uh, we at the North Carolina Healthcare Association are hosting an event to allow people to come and learn more about advanced healthcare directives. Uh, there's another event happening at Transitions Life Care in Wake County as well, and others okay. around the state. It's part of National Healthcare Decisions Week, which is coming up next week. Um, and our intent is to encourage people to have conversations about what can be very difficult decisions about end-of-life care. Uh, but we find with our members that many times people are having those very difficult decisions at the most difficult time. So talking about it in advance and taking advantage of a chance to come and uh, have attorneys on hand and notaries on hand to complete the documents so that you have that taken care of uh, before you need it is what we're trying to accomplish this weekend. Todd, what documents do people need? What should we really have ready? Well, in terms of coming, you don't need to have anything ready other than an ID to show who you are. Uh, the documents will be provided at the uh, clinics, the workshops. Okay, and what documents are those? It's, it's a one five-page document. It's combining two forms, which are the living will and the healthcare power of attorney, into a simple, easy-to-understand document, which you can go through with an attorney. Okay, so let's define just uh, in, in general terms for people. What is a living will? Sure. A living will is you setting down the things that you want done uh, if you become incompetent, unable to make decisions for yourself. So you're spelling out, for instance, uh, you know, what type of extraordinary measures you want uh, with re if you become incapacitated, if you're close to death, uh, if you've become unconscious and the doctor says you're not going to wake up. So that's that's sort of what I want. Then you have the health. And, and also what you don't want. If and you're you someone who want. chooses to, that you don't want extraordinary measures, as long as you line this out in this document, then this becomes legal, right? Uh, do doctors and family have to follow? It, completely. They do. And the health care power of attorney is then the person you are designated to make that decision for you if you are unable to make those decisions for yourself. Okay, so how much is this going to cost me when I show up? And by the way, Julie, where is this going to be and at what time? So we're hosting it at our facility in Cary, 2400 Weston Parkway in Cary. Uh, you can find the location for our site and for other sites around the state at gotplans123.org. And that has a list of all the workshops that are coming up, not only uh, for Saturday, but there's one the following Saturday down in Smithfield. So uh, you can get a list of those uh, wherever you are. If you have a family member in another part of the state that mm. you'd like to try to take advantage of these, you can find some others around the state as well. Okay, Todd. And it's free. You asked about cost. Yeah, Todd. You, no, wait a minute. Lawyer and free? <laughs> Did I get that right? On this occasion, that's right. <laughs> You know, this is a, a real serious conversation that is uncomfortable for people to have because when you have the conversation, um, particularly if, if you don't do it until the worst has occurred mm -hmm. and you're in a critical situation where you have to start making decisions, I mean, 
what that can do to a family, many people have experienced this kind of thing. And, and I would take it that's probably one of the reasons that you both are recommending that people sit down and do it before you need to invoke any either of these documents. Exactly. And, and the other part is, one, so you can make those decisions and your family members know what those decisions are because it is uncomfortable to talk about. So if you're in a place where you can't make those decisions, your family members may not know, and they may have very different opinions about what Mm -hmm. they think you want. And so this is an opportunity to tell them what you want and also to make the decision as to, you know, which of your family members or friends or whoever you want to make those decisions for you if you can't. One thing that I would like to mention is that also at the uh, clinic this Saturday, we'll have folks who are in the hospice field, because I think uh, as certainly as we get older, you start facing the reality of what end-of-life care is. And so some of those questions about what are uh, extraordinary means, what does that look like, what does that feel like to me? So they'll be able to answer some of those questions. And, and we may have people that come that aren't ready to finish the documents, but they do are able to get information and have those conversations. So that's really important. And Julie, I think that really is important because when you talk about extraordinary means, I mean, there are questions over, um, do you want your life prolonged? Do you want to be fed? Mm-hmm. Do you want to receive hydration, water? And people don't, uh, don't realize that if you don't make those choices, other people, maybe people who don't know you or know you as well as you thought, will be making critical decisions for you that's exactly that you right. may not agree with and so um, it's really important for people to do that and as i said you know it's a it's a very emotional time when someone is in the hospital uh, the other practical thing that just people need to understand is that according to north carolina law and i'm gonna let todd back me up on this you have to have uh your document has to be notarized and witnessed by two people who are not family members and members and aren't caregivers which is really hard to do when you're in the hospital. That's a change in the law, isn't it? I mean, has it always been that way? Uh, it's been that way for quite a number of okay. years because these are these are statutory forms. So the General Assembly set that out that you're the especially the witnesses can't be employees of your health care provider. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And and lastly, um, Todd, can you give us a sense of um, age wise? Uh, should people who are young in their twenties and thirties be be thinking about this or? Absolutely. Um, it should start any time. Uh, I mean, as, as, as you know, anytime you're an adult, there, there's a reason to have it. Okay. So, Julie, one more time where this is going to be and where, where people can access so, this info. Thank you. Our clinic will be at the North Carolina Healthcare Association. We're located at 2400 Weston Parkway in Cary. But you can find uh, that information as well as uh, locations around the state and another in Wake County at Transitions Life Care. That information is at gotplans123.org. All right. We've been talking with Julie Henry. She's with the North Carolina Health Care Association and Todd Hemphill. He is an attorney with Pointer Spruill uh, and representing the North Carolina Bar Association today in this effort. Try to make sure we're all prepared. Uh, Julie and Todd, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Thank for you. Having us.